0: On today's episode, we are going to answer the question, why is the lack of gratitude the root cause of all suffering? The answer is powerful. It involves an unexpected lunch guest, and I think it's going to surprise you. So let's get started. Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you're facing health challenges and in a way that you never thought possible. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude and mindset to create a healthy, thriving body. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness because you deserve love, happiness, and laughter. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank you for being here and to acknowledge you for taking the time to listen to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast and to invest this time in yourself and your mindset. I know that the journey to better health can be a struggle, and I want to give you a shout out for taking this positive step in the right direction. Now, I'm going to say something pretty audacious, and that is I believe that the lack of gratitude is the cause of most people's suffering. Now I'm guessing you either immediately clicked off this episode or if you're still listening and you're still hearing my voice, that means that you're still here. Yay. And the fact that you're still here and listening means to me, I guess that you're at least a little bit curious, which is good. So show up with some curiosity. See how this message lands. If you're new around here You may not know, back in the day, I used to work at one of those three-letter federal government agencies that they make TV shows about. Now, every so often, they would have industry mixers. So the different individuals from the different three-letter agencies in the DC metro area would get together for networking mixers or drinks or whatever. I attended one of those networking lunches at the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, it was kind of fancy. I wore my best blue pinstripe suit that day. It was a packed room and there was a group of us at a table and we were talking and laughing and we were just having such a great time. Now, there was one empty seat at our table and my eyes glanced up and I saw some movement. It was a distinguished looking older man. And I watched as he walked right over to our table and sat down in the empty seat. Immediately, our boisterous table went quiet, like dead silence quiet. Can you guess who sat down? The man was James Woolsey, as in James Woolsey, former director of the CIA sitting at our table larger than life everyone went silent and we all just stared at him it was just as awkward as it sounds bless his heart i mean he he was kind of like celebrity status james woolsey was a big old buzzkill sitting down at our table and even though he was no longer in government service It was still like having the big boss at the table. And we were no longer, and I will say this word in air quotes, allowed, quote unquote, to have fun after he showed up. Isn't this kind of how life is? We're going about our business and doing our thing and laughing and having fun. And then all of a sudden, bam, health challenge, bam, financial worries, bam, work problems, bam, loved one dies, bam, relationship problems. The crappy stuff in life, is that unexpected lunch guest that causes a major buzzkill. Okay. Hang on. I'm not comparing anything crappy to James Woolsey. I don't know anything about him. I'm sure he's a wonderful person. It's just a metaphor or is it an analogy? I always get them confused. Anyway, do you see where I'm going with this? Here's the thing. Life happens all of the time. And when the crappy stuff happens, You have 100% permission to be in the emotions, to feel the feels. Listen to episode 57, Waking Up on the Wrong Side of Gratitude, and episode 39, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. I will never, ever, ever say that it's okay to live in a state of 24-7 sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and puppy kisses and bypass your emotions and just pretend everything's okay. That's not what I'm talking about. It's what people do after the dust settles. It's when they need to start taking those baby steps forward and decide that they can't, or they won't. And instead, they set up their tent in the campground of their own misery. And when this happens, they make a choice to suffer. The situation is the situation. In many situations, you can't change the situation. It is what it is. But you can change how you view the situation. You can change how you show up while you're in the situation. You can let go of the fault and the blame and instead focus on your responsibility going forward. And you can even choose to be grateful for all of the lessons that you get to learn, all of the growth you get to experience, and all of the opportunities that open up. I want to read a passage from the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And I quote many people who order their lives rightly in all other ways are kept in poverty by their lack of gratitude let's unpack that people are kept in poverty by their lack of gratitude now I view this definition of poverty as poor in spirit or poor in emotional abundance not necessarily money poverty even though it can be that I view this as much broader than what Mr. Waddles may have intended. And when we are not in a state of gratitude, it typically means that we let things like frustration and anger and jealousy and shame and guilt and anxiety and feelings of lack and unworthiness rule our day. And when that's what we focus on, that's what we continue to focus on. The crappy stuff in life, the suffering. You will hear someone say, oh, just make a list of three things you're grateful for. And you do, and you're like, Done. And you might feel good in the moment. But then how long does it take to go right back to those colorful emotions, right back to the suffering? Gratitude is not about making a list. It is a state of being. It changes the chemistry in your brain and your entire body. And when it does, you begin to view the world from a totally different perspective. And that is when the real magic happens. All of the science points to the correlation between gratitude and happiness. The Roman philosopher Cicero even said, gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. At the end of the day, it's always a choice. You might not be able to choose what happens to you and your loved ones, but you always have a choice in what kind of attitude you bring to the table and what kind of attitude shows up in that empty seat. And that choice That's the difference between suffering and gratitude. And if you're ready to make some changes, if you're willing to raise your hand and say, I'm ready to do what it takes, but I need someone to help me get there, then it's time to chat. Let's see if 101 coaching is the right fit for you. I'm here to be your gratitude coach and your mentor, and I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. If any of what I said today resonates with you, if you want to find out how much gratitude and grit that you have, Be sure to take the quiz and you can find that at pinkfortitude.com slash quiz. And the link is also in the show notes. And when you take the quiz, you'll receive personalized gratitude and mindset resources to get you started, to reverse the cycle of disease and take control of your health and your life. And that's pinkfortitude.com slash quiz. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. It has truly been my honor to spend this time with you and I'll see you next week. We have some real talk here for a minute, just between us girls. Can we have a conversation about what the end of the day looks like? I'm talking about that moment when you've crossed off all the things on your list. Okay, they're not all completed, but you're done for the day. And when I say done for the day, I mean you are done. And you sit on the couch to actually relax for a few minutes before bedtime. You know that moment of pure bliss when your bum hits the couch cushion, and then you sit back in this heap of exhaustion, you pull the blanket over your legs, literally breathe for the first time all day. And it's not it's not even one minute later. And it's your spouse, hey, hun! your kid, mom, or you pick up the phone to scroll on social media, and then your boss sends you an email you need to respond to, or you see something that like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do something that can't wait for tomorrow. And then the dog's doing the potty dance because spouse or kid Never took them for a walk, even though you asked them to. And it's that moment that you feel this resentment fill your body. And then you probably feel guilt on top of it because this is the life that you've always dreamed of. You've got a great career and a great family. So you might be wondering, why do I feel so drained? Why is my life sucking every ounce of energy out of my body? I'm here to tell you, That the world is not going to crumble if you say yes to yourself, but you will eventually crumble if you don't. You deserve to take care of yourself and your health. And it begins by saying yes to you, which is probably the hardest yes that you're ever going to say. And that's why I created a very special private podcast series. It's called Your Comeback experience. And it's specifically for you, the woman who has a track record of success in everything that you do, but you are burned out and something's still missing. And somewhere along the way, your health got pushed to the side. It's a secret podcast, meaning it's not public. You need to have an invitation to access it. And I want to invite you. So, to get this pre- free private podcast delivered right to your inbox, Click on the link in the show notes or go to PodcastHolly.com. Super easy to remember, PodcastHolly.com. The link is also in the show notes.